Do you know how to find the right oil for your car? Now you can find out quickly and easily online, thanks to Castrol's Rego to Oil tool. Simply type in your Rego, select your state, and within seconds you'll know the best Castrol products to unlock the edge of performance in your car. So what's your car best suited to? Just search Rego, the number 2, and oil, and find out. A Motorsport Podcast Network production. Hey everyone, Aaron Noonan here. Great to have your company on another edition of Repco Supercars Weekly. We're two rounds into the Sydney Swing, two to go. And then, of course, the Repco Bathurst 1000. Plenty to talk about out of the weekend. Let's race into it. Uh, three races, two under lights, three different winners. Anton Di Pasquale, the top point scorer. Uh, a DJR 1-2 for the weekend on points overall. First time that's happened, in fact, since Newcastle in 2019. So, to the burning topics. Well... The race wins were shared between Shane Van Gisbergen, Anton Di Pasquale and Jamie Winkup with his 124th and second win of the season in the Sunday night race when that one was red flagged. The first red flag race in supercars since 2018 on the Gold Coast and uh, in that occasion it also rained and we didn't get restarted. First one red flagged at City Motorsport Park since 2004. Rick Kelly picking up the win in the 300k race that... Well, it wasn't because it was red flag because of the weather uh, for Kmart Racing. Uh, plenty of niggle going on on the weekend. Love it. This is what the sport is constantly missing and constantly needing. Um, the press conference on Saturday night was interesting, wasn't it, with Shane Van Gisbergen's comments about Will Davison or about Anton uh, saying that the other DJR car, the good DJR car, wasn't up the front in that race because, of course, he'd had a, a transactional issue in qualifying. So if... Uh, Anton's the good car. What's Will Davison? The other question out of all this is something that everyone's taken the bait saying that it's a Van Gisbergen sledge on Will Davison. But let's look at the other side of it. If they deem Anton the good DJR car, or do they deem it the good car because DJR deems it the good car? Are they saying when Jamie Winkup says it's a compliment to Will Davison in the press conference, that to me reads that Triple Eight think that DJR favour and would rather Anton to be their main guy or think he should be or that expected him to be, whereas it's Will Davison who's third in the points and who's been on the podium 10 times. Hasn't won a race, but has been there or thereabouts and pretty consistent over the year. I think that's the other way to look at things. Um, but I don't mind betting that Van Gisbergen doesn't mind a little sledge and a stir along the way. Uh, it might have come out wrong, but nevertheless, end result, uh, bit of niggle. Love it. We want more of it, please. And then, of course, the Shell and Triple Eight rivalry continued Sunday night when Van Gisbergen was penalised and then unpenalised uh, for passing Anton at the control line um, on that restart in the rain. The big giveaway to me, whether Anton did or didn't lift deliberately there to put Shane's nose in front of him at the line, came in the interview with Chad Nalon where his first reaction to comment about the um, uh, when he was asked about the restart incident, he talked about Shane going off at turn one. He didn't talk about the control line. The follow-up question took him back to that, and he played the game of, well, I can't really remember lots happened, and I do a lot of things in races, and, and that sort of gist. That, to me, tells me that I think there was a little bit of sportsmanship. Well, gamesmanship is the scape word, isn't it? I went to say sportsmanship. I meant gamesmanship. Uh, in the little lift for the line there, of course, Van Gisbergen ended up off the road there uh, at turn one and out in the boonies. So that managed to bring the championship points uh, margin between he and Winkup down a little bit, but still more niggle, 
plenty to talk about and enough to keep us really excited and enthused before uh, the round that comes up again this weekend. A couple of other things. Red flag, Cam Waters. Is it time to change that rule? I mean, it's clearly it, – it came in because of Michael Schumacher's Monaco car parking some years ago where he clearly was on pole and fastest, clearly wanted to protect the time and clearly parked it up to cause a red flag. I reckon we're pretty smart as an industry to know when someone's pulled a Swifty or tried to pull a Swifty um, and deliberately fire themselves off the road or, or done something to protect their time. If you can ask the question when the red flag comes out to ask, what does this driver or team gain by this, and you can say they didn't gain anything, I think we've got to relook at that rule where we take the fastest time and bench them for the session. In essence, we're penalising them um, 99.99 times out of 100 for having a go. So I think that's something that needs to be looked at. Um, Tim Slade, not enough people are looking at the Cool Drive Mustang. What a performance. He's turned in, missed the second race at Bathurst, small single-car team, seventh on points for the weekend. He's holding himself up to 11th in the championship, and he's only 34 points uh, behind James Courtney to get into the top 10, which, by the way, is Van Gisbergen leading by 337 over Jamie Winkup. It's another 112 back to Will Davison, 70 back to Chaz Mostert. What a performance Sunday night. Whoa, would have been worth getting some dollars on Chaz for the podium. 26 to third, uh, the most positions made in a supercars race since him. <laughs> Bathurst, 2014, went from the back and won. Uh, Cam Waters, fifth, 61 behind. Anton Di Pasquale, it's another jump. He's 145 behind in sixth. Then it's Nick Perkat. Will Brown now, eighth. Mark Winterbottom, ninth. I don't know how Mark Winterbottom's ninth in the championship. He's just not really popped up too high on the radar at all, but he is uh, there in ninth. James Courtney, tenth, and as I mentioned, Tim Slade sits position 11. Gee, you had to feel for Will Brown on the weekend. That car is fast. He is fast. His first career pole position. He looks to be the next first-time winner in the Supercars Championship. Might just be a matter of time. He's got personality to boot. He's fast. They've just got to get those pit stops sorted with Erebus, and he is a real chance. I tell you what, there's one excited guy. Well, there's probably a few excited guys about the speed of Erebus and particularly Carnival 9 of late. Jack Perkins, he's got to be a bit excited about going to Bathurst, co-driving that car with young Will Brown. We will have Jack and Steve Richards as our guests at Bathurst on the Thursday night. Our V8 Sleuth Open Night is back, of course, due to COVID last year. We didn't hold it, but it's back at the National Motor Racing Museum at Mount Panorama. Uh, tickets are very limited, 120 guests only because of the, the space conditions and how many people we can have. They're already selling, so head to our website to find out Further details on that. Uh, well played too, Luke Yulden. What a great job he did. Uh, probably was expected to run around the back of the field to get his eye in after not racing a supercar since the end of 2019. But certainly always, every time I looked, had cars behind him, whether it was qualifying or racing. Question is, does he now get another go? If he does, when he does, it will be his 50th championship round start. 21 years to get to 50 rounds. Uh, that's uh, That shows you what just doing the Enduros will do for your stat sheet. But it's good to see that he's managed to get one on the board as a main game single driver regular. This weekend, back to Sydney Motorsport Park. It's the BP Ultimate Sydney Super Sprint. No night racing, just uh, daytime activity. No lights required for this weekend. Hard tyre exclusive round, and it's a two-dayer. So Saturday's two practices, uh, three-leg quality, a 32-lap race at 4.45 local time. 
And then Sunday, it's two late morning qualifying sessions. The races, 1.35 and 4.45 local time. It's a Fox and KO round. Channel 7 will replay the action from it. Uh, we mentioned last week, you've got to get on to this. During the month of November, you've got the chance to go in the draw to win an ultra cool bit of kit a 40th anniversary limited edition DJR Mustang GT to celebrate Dick Johnson's first Bathurst win, the 40th anniversary of that from 1981. It's worth $140,000 Aussie, including on-road costs. It's open to win from uh, all angles and aspects. So the only way that you can do it, though, is you've got to vote on four Magic Dick Johnson Bathurst moments, and you can do that by heading to the Repco Garage website. It's repco.com.au forward slash the garage get in the drawer it closes at the end of november now on this day november 9 2003 we'll rewind back to today pukekohe in new zealand or as they call it greg murphy park uh it was murph again three in a row in terms of round wins for greg on this day in 2003 won his third straight new zealand round of the championship for kmart racing he won two of the races mark scaife won the other and the podium was murph scaifey and Todd Kelly for the Holden Racing Team, if you were playing along at home trying to fill the gap there before I mentioned that. So 2003, whew, time flies, doesn't it? Pukekohe, can't wait to get supercars back to New Zealand. Fingers crossed next year we can get uh, the Repco Supercars Championship back on track in New Zealand after a couple of years of absence during the COVID situation. Uh, tune in tomorrow. Special episode of the V8 Sleuth Podcast powered by Repco with a long-time motorsport media man, John Smiles. We talk about his time behind the microphone. We talk about his time behind the keyboard and the topic of Australians and New Zealanders in Formula One. It's the basis of his new book that's out. It's a really cool book. You can buy it from our online bookshop if you're looking for something for Christmas. Thursday, you've got to throw in the Castrol Motorsport News podcast to your podcast listening mix. Andrew Van Leeuwen hosting all the action there. He's joined by Stefan Bartholomew this week to take a look at not just the Sydney stuff, but Formula One in Mexico, NASCAR with a new champion, Kyle Larson. Um, so much stuff going on in world motorsport on two and four wheels. Lots to unpack. The boys will do that. If you don't subscribe to that podcast, you should get onto it. It is the Castrol Motorsport News Podcast every week on your, I wouldn't say on your radio, but it's on your phone or on your computer or wherever you are. I just got a bit radio voiceover, man. Uh, don't forget to review our podcast whenever you listen to them. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Thank you again for listening. Repco Supercars Weekly will be back next Tuesday. Tune in tomorrow for the chat with John Smiles and enjoy the supercars again for the third time in a row this weekend at Sydney Motorsport Park. Do you know how to find the right oil for your car? Now you can find out quickly and easily online, thanks to Castrol's Rego to Oil tool. Simply type in your Rego, select your state, and within seconds you'll know the best Castrol products to unlock the edge of performance in your car. So what's your car best suited to? Just search Rego, the number two, and oil, and find out.